0: Hi, this is John Billingsley, alias Dr. Phil Flocks from Enterprise. You are listening to Trek Mate. Matey.
1: Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Trek Mate podcast. Its continuing mission to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go. Where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack. All hands, battle station. Don't worry, we will get to the bottom of this.
0: All right. Ask is a tall ship, and a star is steering. I
1: don't want excuses. I want answers. Am I authorised to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain? Captain's log, stardate
0: 3541.9 Program complete. Enter when ready. Hello everybody and welcome to TrekMate. My name is Jude Hawkins.
1: And my name's Wayne Emery. Yes, we're back and we are this week going to be continuing on we have our Enterprise watch. We're going to be uh, doing Awakening this time to so the second part in the uh, three-part Vulcan trilogy from Season 4 of uh, arguably our favourite uh, Star Trek show. Definitely, Between arguably, that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it depends whether we're watching Enterprise or DS9 at the time. Yeah. But it's, oh, it's just so good. It's just so good. And, it's uh, so well
0: done. Like, I, I just think you can't fault it. Like, I I literally can't find negatives in Enterprise apart from it was cut short, which is no fault in anyone in who was involved in making it. To be honest.
1: Funnily enough, it, it, uh, it, I from one of the last comments from Darren um, when he was. Mm. Uh, when we was discussing Enterprise, he reminded me of something that i totally forgotten, which pissed me off at the time, was the fact that...
0: Um, oh, Sky, yeah, I remember this, what you're going to say now, yeah.
1: Yeah, that Sky was willing to fund m- the making of Season I wasn't five. even
0: aware of that at all until now, and even reading it now, 20 years later, I was like, really? Fucking... Bro. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, CBS what souls? because no, i remember reading the articles about it when it was going on and yeah. sky would offering it's not as to if sky was short of money path. then or now yeah exactly so it's it's more infuriating to me because i totally forgotten that little bit of trivia
0: that is such a shame yeah i never knew that yeah so that's bad
1: yeah, it, it's even more gutting. I know that we said we was also going to be discussing uh, Picard uh, when we uh, revisit this episode, but Jude oh, we still... will in two episodes time. We'll, we'll do maybe. <laughs>
0: yeah, may, maybe if we've actually watched it, which, to be fair, we haven't. Like cards on the table, we haven't, uh, yeah. and I think it's the same with both of us. It's just got busy lives and stuff and you can see it there sitting on prime on amazon prime and you're just like i gotta have stuff to do gotta have stuff to watch right now well, but we'll get around we will get around to it we will talk about it like we're not gonna just mm-hmm. yet give it the uh discovery treatment well th- that's me saying that
1: yeah no well i, I do you know what i because at this point in time, when me and Jude are recording, uh, episode three is out, so we we haven't watched mm-hmm. episode two or three, yeah. and episode four is coming out in two days' time. Yeah. Um, so and I, after episode two came out, it was about like six days later, I did sit down in the living room, put Picard on, and I watched probably the first three minutes, and then I went, oh, I can't okay. be. I went, I can't be fucked to watch this yet. (laughs) And put something else on. Just because... Oh, God. It it was after... It it, it was only during a scene of Picard talking to Q. Yeah. And then Q making... Within, like, two minutes, Q making two, uh, like, references to... Not just, like, referring back to Star Trek shows, but just talking to Picard of, like, like just throwing in in conversation like ah oh, you're just thinking of yesterday's enterprise or something mm-hmm. it's like uh, okay yes we know that was an episode title and then i can't remember yeah. what the second one that he does is but it's like a tos enterprise name yeah uh and i'm just like don't just so throw shit those, in
0: it's those two words again isn't it which uh can be a good thing occasionally, but most of the time it seems to not be
1: fan service. It's it was lazy fan service of like, well, oh, yeah, yeah. Fan said...
0: service doesn't have to be well thought out, does it? It's yeah. just like, hey, here's that thing you love. Remember that thing you like? Remember it was good before? We had nothing to do with writing it, but here's one of the actors
1: saying or doing. One of the... Yeah, he said the <laughs> thing, and it's like, no, no, that's really, really and it, it was literally after he said the second reference I was like I can't be bothered with this yet
0: yeah no i understand that i mean i haven't even dragged myself into pressing play yet on on mm. that never mind switching it off again
1: oh dear. but uh, whilst we're talking of slating uh star trek uh, picard yeah. uh just want to say thank you to uh chris who emailed in uh, yeah thank for- you man yeah, uh, we normally uh, don't always like do readings or shout outs when people get in touch, but just wanted to say thanks to Chris because uh, he emailed and he, uh, I will read it. He said, uh, oh. Dear Wayne and Jude, hi guys, hope you're both good and well. Firstly, I love listening to the podcast. I've been on board since the very early days. Back then, mostly the coverage was retrospective until J.J. decided to mess up our beloved universe. <laughs> Since the movies have released and the TV shows have come, it seems our collective has very much split. It's tragic. Mm. As much as I'd love to embrace the Picard show, I find myself cringing at the references to Descartes and Cisco uh, from DS9, which is my favourite show, and fully expect them to be unexplored. So... I'm intrigued as to what the references to uh, Descartes and Cisco are going to be. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, so
0: we, we've not heard that.
1: No, we haven't heard these yet. So, and at the same time, I, uh, like him, I'm like, oh, no, it, it, please, if you're going to mention I've, something. I've said it all ex- along to just leave them be. Yeah. So uh, the production values on the new shows are incredible, but somehow they lack oh, any heart yeah i'm with him despite their best intentions i'll always listen and at some point would love to come on the pod to discuss this but i get your troubles in covering modern trek live long and prosper
0: thank you for all that i really appreciate that and just in case uh anyone's wondering like i was for at least two seconds uh no relation
1: Oh, I never Is actually said his last name. No, his, it, this, uh, his name was... Oh, his, didn't you? I thought you did. Sorry. No, no, uh, that's, no his uh, name's Chris Drinkwater. And I have to say, I've never encountered any other Drinkwaters out in the wild, other than no. Paul and his family. Neither. No. So they are a very rare bunch. And obviously yeah, it's, it's in them to, to be Trekkies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's something in the in the drink water uh, genetics yeah. that entices yeah. them towards Star Trek. So yeah, yes, no. So thanks, Chris. Really do appreciate you getting uh, in touch. It does mean a lot. As well as, um, anyone yeah. that,
0: that writes in, it's always much appreciated. It, it really does uh, mm-hmm. make us feel good about what we do.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. To be honest, even if we only had two listeners i would still be happy to yeah i think we've it, both isn't... said that quite a few times i completely agree with that and uh, we know that most people don't get in contact just because that's fine. of the that's lives fine. that we live i mean how me and you do it all the time to countless podcasts that we listen oh, to where we just definitely
0: yeah you can listen for years and just not bother to send it in because you just think what's the point someone else will send in the same opinion as me but and yeah it, it's nice it is nice, especially for you know it's, it's not like we're celebrity you know we haven't done something else before this and then we've mm-hmm. decided to do, you know we're just we're just fans ourselves who
1: like talking Trek. yeah yeah but only it. old Trek. <laughs> apparently yeah apparently yeah. it didn't,
0: didn't mean to be that way but uh seems to be the way yeah
1: well, Leanne does keep telling me that I'm turning into a grumpy old man. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: may- maybe she's right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it very to well be honest be with case. yourself, haven't you? Like, yeah, I just own it. Yeah, yeah, I am. And I fucking yeah, I hate mean, it. I don't,
0: I don't feel like our opinions are unwarranted. It's not like we start attacking actors or writers just saying you're fucking shit everything you do is you know it's not like that we are being constructive Mm -hmm. and like you know i've said like with discovery and and picard more so picard than discovery i'm trying to like it i'm trying to see the best in it but i can't just blindly say oh it's great you know, I, I've I've used it as a reference in the past on uh, Trek, mate. Like I did that once upon a time with Star Wars, with mm-hmm. the movies, like Episode One and Episode Two. Like I would go to the cinema repeatedly to watch those films. Like I went and watched Episode One, like I don't know, at least at least four or five times or something, and I mm-hmm. kept saying like I must be missing something. What, why am I not liking this? Like, yeah. why is this not as good? It must be me. It can't be them, because yeah. George Lucas is a fucking genius. Like, how could he's not going to screw it up? Like, yeah, I must have
1: missed something. I'm obviously too dim to appreciate yeah. this genius.
0: But you watch it and watch it and watch it and watch it, and you're like, no, that's crap. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. Like, I don't know what he's done. I don't know what's changed in his life, but. That yeah. was bad. There might have been like some enjoyable bits, and it's the same with Star Trek now. Where like, yes, I can enjoy aspects, parts of it. I I can appreciate the actors and stuff like that. But overall, it's just uh, like Chris said, mm-hmm. it's not got the uh, it's not got the heart or, or the soul of of the '90s
1: stuff, and even even the uh, earlier stuff. And the thing is. Watching these episodes of Enterprise really does just ram it home even more, just how oh, yeah. inadequate it is compared to old Star Trek.
0: I I truly believe Enterprise was when the you know uh, the behind the scenes staff was at the top of their game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Rick Berman in charge at that time. Like, he was a guy who was steering the ship after Gene Roddenberry and I think him and lots of other people, you know, a, a very big team around him, they'd all collectively learnt um, mm-hmm. you know, in spite of uh, um, uh, well, Roddenberry, sorry, I forgot his name, it's because I wanted to say George Lucas, in spite of Roddenberry like, they'd still expanded this universe into this very real feeling thing to all of us fans watching it. Like, mm-hmm. you f- you feel like it's... Like, you could believe it was our future. Like, it was so well thought out, all these characters and all this history. Or, you know, future would be history. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it doesn't feel that way. Like, the fact for all this... Uh, okay, I'm not talking Picard, I'm just talking Discovery here, but the fact that it's supposed to predate all the stuff we love just makes it that much more stupid, but it's like, Mm -hmm. how did that happen between TOS and TNG? How was that happening? Like, if you'd made it some distant future thing, like, Discovery was, like, way in the future of everything we'd seen, it's like, oh, okay, somehow the universe went to shit like the whole universe just turned into idiots and violent maniacs and stuff and
1: yeah but at the same time I'd you'd still have the same issues of lack of heart and oh yes
0: you would but at least at least you wouldn't be saying like how the hell does that fit in in
1: the middle of these excellent mm-hmm. series that we love yeah yeah, and, and, and Chris is definitely right in the sense of this new track has very much caused a division between the fan base.
0: It has, but, I mean, I would never let that be an issue in real life. Like, if I was no, at a convention with no, VRs no. Or, or one we're attending. No. Like, if you want to like something, you like that. I mean, I'm going to express my opinion, but I'm not going to... Shout at someone and say oh, I'm right, you're wrong. You know, like,
1: I and think I, that's I, I'd love to talk about think. it
0: as well. You know, I I am always interested in hearing both sides. We, we've we've tried to do that on the pod in the past. It's been a while mm-hmm. since we've had anyone on, but uh, but I'm always interested in both extremes. Of mm-hmm. like, oh, this is brilliant. Why don't you like
1: it? Or this is fucking awful. You know. And the the, the thing is, I think the last couple of years has exacerbated that like the lack of being able to see people in person yeah definitely definitely but yeah no so but i think uh is there anything else that we want to touch on before going into enterprise because Um... I'm, i'm just thinking i don't think i read any new star trek news i'm sure there was
0: I'm barely on the internet these days, mm. but, and when I am, it's not for long. Um, I, I'm not aware of anything, but uh, happy to discuss it anyway. If
1: yeah, no, uh, no, I don't think they. Uh, I don't think there was any news that had come about really of interest. Nope, okay. nothing of interest that had come up. But yeah, well, that's all we're going to talk about Picard uh, for this week. Uh, yeah, for
0: this week. In a couple of weeks, you know, two or three weeks' time, we'll we'll get back to it definitely.
1: Give mm-hmm.
0: you our yeah. honest opinions, and and I, I, I'm still saying that I'm going to try and be as positive as I can while watching it and talking about it. But you know, I can't control what these people are
1: creating. Yeah. Right and walking uh, apart, me. Uh, that's why, uh, uh, and with New Trek as well, it's like I want to be optimistic for Strange New Worlds. The Chris yeah, I will be P- for uh, that as well. Not Chris Pine. The bloody um, what's his is name? It Chris Hemsworth is in it. No, isn't um, it? no, no. no I, I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, Christopher Pine. Uh, the yeah. ca- the Captain Pike series, yeah. yeah. I I am trying to feel optimistic for that because just because I, d- I did kind of like him and the original Number
0: One, uh, when we saw them in Discovery, I I did enjoy that and think like, oh, that could be good if that was a thing. And they were there was rumours of it before it
1: even was official, and uh, because yeah. Pike was I- the best part of that series in my mind.
0: I I think that's an easy argument to make, yeah, to be honest.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, I'm glad that they seem to have dropped the Section 31 uh, series that was going to be, like, matey from, uh, uh, that that was a Klingon. uh, Oh,
0: okay. He was going to be in it, was he?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, right. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, they were going to be doing a Section 31 series with him and then also supposedly Michelle Yeoh, but then Michelle Yeoh went with them to the future. So I don't know how that was going to work <laughs> out. God.
0: It just sounds so ridiculous.
1: I don't but, know how that was it. going to work out. But yeah, it just sounds
0: it, like some sort of card game or something, you know, some Star Trek Card game where you're just like throwing down these random cards on the table. Now you're going to the future. Now you're doing this. Now you're doing that. Spin five.
1: It's like playing cards against humanity, but it's cards against Star Trek lore. (laughs) But I, uh, yes. No, I think
0: Section 31 is better how it was. Have it in some episodes sometimes, like, keep it a mystery, that's what it was always supposed to be, you don't know what's going on, you'll get a little insight, or maybe someone will go under undercover within Section 31 to find out some stuff, but, like, you don't want it like, oh, here's the weekly
1: show, this is what they're doing this week. Yeah, but that's, that, that was the problem with what Discovery done with Section 31 was they made it so that every every single person in starfleet knew about section 31 i mean hell section 31 had a fleet of ships
0: yeah it's supposed to be the secret organization that you can't tell anyone about
1: or yeah that are pulling the strings behind the curtains yeah not amassing a fleet of and the thing is how do you put that genie back in the bottle once, once people have turned around and seen your entire fleet, they're they're going to remember that for quite a few hundred yeah. years. Yeah, they so, didn't
0: think it through. Uh,
1: no, I think they thought it through. I just don't think they cared. Okay, I've,
0: yeah, it's a fair way to fair way to put it.
1: Yeah, or understood that it's a question of that is what they were meant to it's be like a
0: bad driver in the street that like cuts you off.
1: Hmm. They know what they're meant to be doing, they just don't yeah. care. Yeah, <laughs>
0: basically.
1: No, oh, and we all know them, that's for sure. Oh, definitely. But yeah. No, so uh in that case, shall we get on to uh Yeah, sure. Enterprise?
0: Enterprise. So, we're on season 4, episode something. 8. Episode 8,
1: episode Awakening. Eight.
0: And I can tell people that this episode is directed by Roxanne Dawson,
1: and it's very well directed as well.
0: Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. It's it's just cool to know that. Like, even though yes, it is, it is well directed. It's just nice to know that she's there.
1: I do, I, I do love it when you're watching an episode and you see like familiar names come up in the directors. Same. Yeah, I, I used to always think that watching uh episodes of voyager and you'd be like oh geordie's doing this one yeah
0: no i i do like it and then it is genuinely interesting at least until like 15 minutes in when you forget about it because they're so good at it like how different they can be from each other like how different Mm -hmm. people do have different techniques like like Mm -hmm. avery brooks for example like loves getting like the camera right in people's face you know like Mm -hmm. that's just one small example, but uh, but different directors like different things.
1: Definitely. And she does Definitely. a great job here. Yeah. No, she does. Um, right, so I don't think either of us can be bothered to do a recap of the last episode. No, uh, we don't need to. We all know what's going on. The Vulcans are being shady. Um, yeah. Earth Embassy gets blown up. Archer yeah. and Topol go to uh, find out what's going on. Uh, and like down on the surface, down in the forge, they meet the guy who's car- carrying uh, uh Catra, which gets transferred into Archer. Archer.
0: As the guy dies,
1: yeah. As the guy dies from a storm, and the Vulcans are trying to blame the Sirenites for the destruction of the Earth but they are lying. Lying, yeah, dirty
0: Vulcans. Dodgy bastards, or at least most of them are. Yeah. There's some what are just sort of following orders, but like the main one, uh, mm-hmm. whose name I always forget, I, I, I forget a lot of people's names in this, so I apologise when mm-hmm. I'm recapping. Um, what is the name, you'll know the name, of the Ambassador Vulcan, you know, who's been with us since Season 1. What's his name?
1: Oh, it's um... the good
0: Vulcan. I, I call him Gary Vulcan sometimes because I think that's the name of the actor Gary something.
1: Um, it is uh,
0: Saval, Savol
1: Ambassador Saval.
0: Yes, of course it is. So, um, I think that's the first scene we see, mm-hmm. uh, where he's basically being sort of. Disciplined or whatever by the corrupt Vulcans, they're like he's trying to bring now. all the evidence, and they don't care because they're corrupt. And yeah, it's all about the mind meld,
1: um, and
0: they're punishing him for that, like saying, oh, "You're dirty Vulcan. You shouldn't have been doing that." Like we don't do that anymore, mm-hmm. but obviously we know as fans they're going to be doing a lot more of that in the future, and it is a very helpful thing actually. Yeah, um, but they, you know, clearly covering it up because doesn't benefit them here. Mm-hmm. And he and says... It, I was
1: just going to say, especially considering it uh, revealed that, uh, like, who had really planted the bomb. Yeah, yeah. Of, he literally says, that out. guy
0: right there, like, stood right next to you. He did it. They don't want to listen. Yeah. But he says, uh, uh, there's a great deal that needs to be said, but no one is willing to listen. Mm-hmm. Which um, a lot of what happens in these three episodes... Or this episode and the next one, which we'll talk about in a week or so, uh, just reminds me of real life, just like stuff that goes on right now. it's mm-hmm. It works just the same. You've got these real people, you know, with real problems being attacked and accused of things. And then the corrupt people, which just have these loud voices. And mm-hmm. like you really feel for him, like here, you know, trying to do the right thing. But w- what can he do? He's doing his best here, um, but like obviously later on in the episode, like he just goes to the Enterprise because, you know, over these four series, like he realizes like these humans or these humans in particular on Enterprise are really pretty good people. Like I may have misjudged them before, and they are Mm -hmm. trying their best to do the right thing.
1: Well, I say after however many years he had been ser- uh, serving on Earth, and then also working uh, with uh, uh, Admiral Forrest, and so yeah. uh, humans have garnered his trust and respect.
0: Oh, one thing I'm going to say right now, because if I don't say it now, I'll forget it, because I didn't write it down in any notes or anything. He mm-hmm. actually reveals to uh, Trip right at the end of this episode that he lived on Earth for 30 years? Oh, did he? Yeah, he lived on Earth for 30 years, you know, so I know a lot about humans, and, like, Tripp mm-hmm. just went, oh, well, you hid that well, didn't you? And then he just goes, thanks. <laughs> I, just thought, yeah. I
1: just thought that was funny, like, yeah, I did, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the because at that point, Earth, uh, 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 first contact was, like, 100 years before, so, yeah, he yeah. like, obviously it's amazing because you don't, uh, the Vulcans live for so long and hell, I struggled to keep a job for more than a few years. Let me <laughs> yeah. You. Right. Yeah. Same. But no, yeah, no, it, I, it, that bit of information had gone over my head. Yeah. Yeah. So that, ended um, pretty
0: cool. so, uh, we go down to the desert and, um, we basically, it's revealed to us, the audience. You kind of knew already that Topow was completely innocent. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not left uh, that desert area
1: for two years. We find out, but at this point, Archer and Topol don't know this because they, because of the dampening field, they haven't been able to have any sort of contact with Enterprise. So they still believe that T'Pol. Is the yeah, one they're they're, they're finding
0: it out firsthand from her, yeah. basically, in this scene. Mm-hmm. They they don't know the information that we found out from Flocks and all that stuff. She she's just telling him, like, i have mm-hmm. not gone anywhere. Yeah. Um. We see Paul's mum. Um. Uh, they're having their reunion. Uh. They basically tell them about the fact, you know, Archer's had this meld with is it siren or Erif? I, I don't know what his name was siren i think it was he, he must be siren
1: because he's like the leader of the sirens yeah. right that that's yeah. him i'm i'm sure it was oh, Sirin. that was him yeah i'm sure it was siren i'll be able to tell you
0: um i've written down my, my notes archer meld it was right,
1: acknowledged
0: all oh, right so yeah archer meld acknowledged i've i've written that down because he didn't know what had gone on at first he he at first said like oh he punched me he knocked yep. me out you know and like you know he's just having all these thoughts and uh, sort of flashbacks but he didn't know what was going on but now everyone knows what's going on mhm uh to saying if siren's dead everything's lost but we know it's not because it's with archer um I've just put... Oh, God, my notes are funny sometimes. I only wrote it, like, an hour and a half ago, but... Trip. Gary lost job. So that (laughs) means... (laughs) Uh, Ambassador Ambassador Saval has lost his job temporarily. Yeah. He's been kicked
1: out for being a
0: naughty Vulcan. Yeah, but he's not. No, he's not really. Yeah, it's just corrupt Vulcans calling him that.
1: No, it's just that Ambassador Velas doesn't like him. uh, Yeah. Oh, is that the the name of the
0: evil one? Is it Velas? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is. And uh, that's uh, and that's the thing because really, he he wants people who are more. He wants war. Uh, Yeah, he wants well more more than war. He wants
0: annihilation of. um, Well, we find out later, but Andoria. Spoilers. Spoilers, 26-year-old spoilers or whatever they That's are. Oh,
1: but yeah, no, he's, he's as twisted uh, and as corrupt as any modern-day politician. Yeah, still going on today in, in our
0: world. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's said on screen that the sirenites believe uh, Vulcans have stopped following Surak teachings uh, by T'Pol's mum. We kind of know that. We know that already. Um Archer's having sort of flashbacks, but they're they're not really flashbacks. They're like him he's basically talking to the people. He he's not just talking to uh Siren, he's talking to surak himself. Yes. More and more.
1: Yeah. Which no. is interesting. Well, but that's the thing. I, I, I assume that um those like throwbacks to uh caves and stuff was it, it, it's all just uh like shadows of memories that Surak had had, yeah. That he's then able to uh in uh uh able to engage with him uh with because uh, later on we get to see him uh like suffering with the after effects of fallout, that's bond. right, yeah. War and stuff when the Vulcans were like on the verge of destroying themselves, and also those sort of things then do we keep saying it, but uh, those things do uh, like drive home the resemblances between like modern day humans and past Vulcans, Mm -hmm. like just like set on self destruction. Yes.
0: Yes, definitely, that does come up a few times in these episodes, and, and in Enterprise in general. Mm-hmm. Um, like, as much as Archer wants to get these thoughts and flashbacks and stuff out of his head, uh, T'Pol wants to meld with him to basically take his thoughts, or the thoughts of Siren and Surrak and stuff. Uh, but she tells him he might die, but he he's just willing to do it, even though T'Pol says, "Please don't." Mm-hmm. But he 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 just he just does it because they're going to force it on him anyway. They basically say, "Yeah." Um, but she ends up not being able to do it, like she, she just can't take it out. But like we see in some of these, not flashbacks but visions or whatever they are, where Surak's saying like, "No, I I trust you. You don't." need to pass this on to anyone else because like my people are so detached from the truth from years ago and my teachings and all that stuff that i'm trusting you as a new independent human species whatever Mm -hmm. you take these messages for you know all this stuff this truth uh catra it's his the catcher or whatever Catra. they call it, don't they? Yeah,
1: and and the th- the thing is, I think uh, I I I assume that Surak has chosen Archer because uh, the Vulcan. Uh, well, he says it himself that the Vulcans need an external force to remind them of the teachings. Yeah, of, no, of I think Surak. I think all
0: that bit's well written, and uh, Archer is the perfect person for that. Like,
1: no offense
0: for you know the older generation of us that loves TOS and TOS is your series, but that mm-hmm. wouldn't work if it was Kirk for me. No. Cause Kirk is just driven by other things by his crotch or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it makes sense for the character of Archer that they're trusting him. You know, he's the captain of this ship that's the first of its kind going out and exploring the galaxy and, trying to do the right thing and you know clearly a lot of these Vulcans have lost their way one way or another you know to one extreme or
1: to another extreme and and also this is really uh, this episode well these three episodes are paying off that like uh, three and a half seasons beforehand of Mm -hmm. just showing how shady the Vulcans can be whether it's like uh, the uh, like the dodginess at Pajem, or yes. anything else, they just keep on being that little bit shady, that little bit untrustworthy, at like yeah. with the stuff that they do. So it it's that amalgamation of those years and paying off in this moment. But obviously, a lot of the time, it
0: is just some of them. You know, we do know. Oh that yeah, obviously, most Falcons we're, are good.
1: We're talking about the. Vulcan government not yeah basically the... it's, it, 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 when, when I say that it's the same way that you might talk about a country's it, leaders it, yeah same but as not... yeah, our lives right now yeah yeah but not be talking about the actual people
0: so uh, it, w- it was funny hearing them talk about the um, the mind meld just like referring it to as a mind meld hangover.
1: Yeah, uh, with Archer, it just made me laugh there. Mm-hmm. It does make you wonder how many hangovers do you think Vulcans have? I thought they could take their liquor quite a lot. Yeah, uh,
0: we see the investigators, um, the Vulcan investigators, uh, talking to Enterprise and basically just tell them like, "Go away." You know, you've done what you're doing. Like, you're not needed here anymore. Mm-hmm. And and they just stopped speaking to them and it just made me laugh. Uh, Trip saying like, that son of a bitch hung up on
1: me. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was funny. Because at that point uh, Velas just wants Enterprise to leave orbit so that he He can then carpet bomb the forge. Yeah. Because he wants the Sirenites who uh, have been revealed to be a, a peaceful Uh, sect of Vulcans oh I completely forgot to say earlier on because I never wrote
0: it in my notes but Mm -hmm. you know when uh, Gary Vulcan Saval Mm -hmm. said like it was him like a scene or two later they just said like oh yeah he was a Syranite. yeah
1: Yeah. it turns out he was a Syranite. that's
0: why he did it so we were right when we said it was Syronite see but like you don't see that guy again Like he's probably under sort of like a corrupt version of witness protection at that point. Like you could say he was dead, but I don't think he is. He's probably
1: being protected. Yeah, he he, he's in uh, someone's quarters somewhere, just hiding. Yeah, yeah. No, so he's like, yeah, no, we've dealt with it. He's a Serenite, so we're still on the right track. Yeah, you was right, but yeah, no. So at least uh, they've. Kind of tried to cover their backs with that, and uh, so so yeah, they want the Syrianites gone because they're gonna be getting up some shady shit and don't want opposing thoughts. Yeah, basically being put out. So uh, so they want to like destroy their hideout in the Forge, and at that point, that's uh, so that's why and they want enterprise to clear off because they're like, we've solved the puzzle of who uh, bombed your embassy. Now you can go leave us alone because they don't want any witnesses to what they're about to do.
0: Yeah. And I can also say that like further on from that, they are like spying on everything that uh, enterprise, you know, their communications and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. I'd also just written in my notes it's just a silly thing but just I think I said this on the last episode but I just put HD lovely like sometimes there's just moments in watching Enterprise on Netflix where I just forget like how nice the show looks like Mm -hmm. because you're still in that 90s era like it just oh progressed so far from Voyager and TNG and Deep Space Nine, just where it looks so nice sometimes. Not just the, um, you know, the the CGI stuff, but just just the actors, like in studios, like just like the colors, just
1: you know, it just holds up.
0: Yeah, it looks great. I I love the way it looks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and these days, obviously, you know, everything's HD, everything's great now. But like, if you don't have that soul and heart to it And what does it matter now
1: Well the, the thing is it's a, it's a treat when you're going from watching DS9 and Voyager Which haven't yeah. had a HD remake yet God To do them they watching deserve it that. They really do And it is so noticeable When you're watching Enterprise it and is. It, It's just those few Being those few years later Like the treat of it Actually being recorded in HD even yeah. though, at the time, a lot of people weren't on HDTVs. No,
0: they it's... weren't. It, they they were on the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, CBS yeah. or whoever whoever's decision it was to do that. Yeah, well they were them.
1: future-proofing themselves by doing yeah. that. Because at that point, it, it would have been... No one would have batted an eyelid at the time if it wasn't being filmed in HD because no. most TV programs weren't being filmed in HD then.
0: No, no, it took a lot of programs, years to catch up with that sort of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so no, it really is a treat.
0: Um, to T'Pau, I think I may have said this already, she fails in the transfer attempt.
1: Yeah. I think I might have said that she tries to nick surak off of archer and archer yeah, it's not happening no no archer's not willing to let him go well no saying that it's surak that doesn't want to leave
0: yes he, yes that's right he doesn't he's just like i want to stay here um mm-hmm. travis and reed are trying to do something in a travis and reed or are
1: trying to take a uh, they're trying to take a uh, Shuttlecraft down to the service uh, surface? Surface uh, to rescue Archer and Topol knowing oh, that they're they about that. to yeah because they want us to try and get Archer and Topol out of there knowing that they were about to get attacked. But they're attacked themselves so that doesn't happen in this episode. And at this point it, uh, even though we know what's going to happen because we've seen these episodes before but in my head I'm like uh, 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 like Velas is fucking risking all-out war with Earth at this point. Like, like the uh, opening fire on uh, Enterprise and Ent- uh, an Enterprise shuttlecraft—that's uh, an act of war.
0: Yeah, that—that's that, basically what all my notes are saying. It gets dirty and rough at this point. Mm-hmm. It's just, he's it's, it's just caring
1: less and less, isn't he? Like, yeah, more truth is coming out. That's the thing, and and he even at uh like at one point just threatens like it just because they've got Enterprise outnumbered by three ships, and also you know that they've got an entire like fleet of ships around Vulcan. Oh god, yeah. So it's just uh, so it gives the ultimatum of your weapons are down, you're outnumbered. If you don't fuck off now, we're gonna destroy you. Which. Uh... Yeah,
0: obviously, 20-something years old, this program, but uh, yeah, it all kicks off in the next episode. I can say that Mm -hmm. because I accidentally watched it backwards.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's going to be a surprise for me. I haven't watched it in... like It's very,
0: very good, the next episode. Very good. I'll I'll watch it again before we do the next pod. Um, I don't have to do the notes because I already took them, but... It's very, very good. Even without watching the first two parts, to be mm-hmm. honest, like uh, the recap was enough at that time.
1: Because I think um, it, it's probably been five or so years since I rewatched these episodes of Enterprise.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, it was a while with me, and I loved that. I love it when you you forget what you've seen. And you're like, oh my god, yeah, that happened. Oh yeah, that happened. It's so um, good. I'll, I'll just remind you the last few bits of this episode before we go on to the next one in a week mm-hmm. or two. Um, Archer and co find the Kira or Kia Shirab artifact thing, mm-hmm. um, which uh, we'll find out a lot more about in the next episode. Uh, attack on the planet uh, kills to Paul's mum. Mm-hmm. and, you know, there's definitely a bit of emotion there, which is always nice for me, when you see not not when you see mums being killed when you see Vulcans Showing expressing emotion.
1: emotion yeah, yeah, because that's the thing as much as Vulcans try to play that they like, don't experience emotions you know that they do, it's just of course they, they suppress they try, it they try really hard to suppress it, and
0: you know, you know that's the thing with Star Trek. You know, from TOS, it's like you you don't have to. It's not necessarily the best thing to do. That like emotion can be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it doesn't always lead to hate, as like Yoda would say. Like you know, it is good. Mm-hmm. It's funny because like I've been watching a few of the the Star Wars series on Disney Plus, and you know, I keep saying to my wife like like I love the Jedi, but they are so flawed. You know, like always saying, like, this leads to this, this leads to this, and this leads to hate. And it's like, yeah, but you're Jedi. You're on the side of good. So you believe in something. You have some emotion if you Mm -hmm. believe in doing the right thing. You can't just.
1: The thing is, Yoda turning around and telling Anakin that you can't get attached to people. You can't uh, love people in that way because that's not the way of the Jedi, at least. It's like that pushed Anakin to the dark side. It did, yeah. Yeah, Yoda's actions is what caused, like, countless, like, the destruction of the Jedi. Oh,
0: it does, but I'm just saying the whole statement is flawed because, like, Mm -hmm. if you don't care about people, why are you a Jedi then? Yeah, what are you doing? You're protecting mm-hmm. people. You're protecting good people from bad people. That's what you
1: do. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But no, no, totally, totally agree. Um, f- for this episode, like we kind of have
0: seen this already, but uh, Gary Vulcan, what's his name, Saval? Gar- Gary. Gary. <laughs> he tells, <Vulcan>. um, <laughs> yeah, he tells Trip, uh, basically about. You know, they're going after Andoria. That that's the game Mm -hmm. plan here. That's what this is all about.
1: They're attacking
0: them, so trips like get to Andoria now. That's the end of this episode. So it's pretty big. Pretty big Mm -hmm. story. And like you say, it links right back up to season one where you kinda knew that a lot of the nasty Vulcans had wanted to do that all along, basically.
1: Yeah. Didn't trust the Andorians. hidden spying outposts and Mm -hmm. everything else that were just disguised as monasteries and it's like yeah i do like that episode oh it is uh, i can't remember the name of the Pajem episode now
0: oh i do um it is the andorian incident
1: the andorian incident of course well done
0: yeah Yeah. on uh i was listening to um the engage podcast uh, when I was mm-hmm. on the way to Destination Star Trek last mm-hmm. year, now, and um, and Simon and Jamie on there had said like they weren't really fans of that, and then they said it to me when I was at the convention. I was like,
1: "Do you not like
0: that episode?" And they're like, "No, it's boring." And I was like, "Really?
1: I bloody love nice, that episode. Brilliant. I think it's brilliant." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: it's just strange how you know like, people take you know...
1: different things from different episodes. Yeah.
0: I thought it was great. I thought it was a great seed, which obviously is uh, playing out now uh, and will do even more so on the mm-hmm. next episode.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I, I'm i really looking forward to watching episode three because episode two is just so strong. It's very, and- very good. Very, you know, action-packed.
0: It, it's, it's a great payoff to these other two episodes we've just watched but
1: but once again we've had this amazing articulate caring build-up to this action we are invested we care about it so when that action comes that's there's there has been plenty of foreplay before the main event
0: yes you're right there and that is, is
1: important Exactly, which is where New Trek falls down. It just wants you to come straight away.
0: Oh, yeah, immediately and non-stop.
1: Yeah, exactly. It doesn't work that way. No, no, you need a break. You need to wind (laughs) down. Give us 20 minutes, love. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. No, oh I'm...
0: God! Can I just say something, just uh, for the sake of like just sharing and humor and stuff?
1: mm Hmm.
0: We've. It's not like we've signed anything or anyone from this thing that I'm going to mention is listening. But we, we've already told people we've. Um, the two of we us have applied people. to the TV show *Hunted*, where Wayne's been applying for it for years, mm-hmm. and now this year we've both applied to it together and they've been on the phone to us this week Mm -hmm. doing like long phone interviews with us
1: yeah that's the thing she she called me and it was about a 35 minute conversation and then I think she spoke to you for about 45 minutes since she yeah which means she liked me more yeah it does Um, but
0: (laughs) but yeah one thing what it's just funny is like you know we were talking about the pod and I was trying to tell her some of the different ideas and things that we talk about but just then I was just thinking if she only knew some of the crap Oh no, we <laughs> come up with on no, this honestly, thing. Honestly, they actually heard it. They go bloody hell that's what they do.
1: Yeah, but no mate, honestly, I think they would enjoy it because watching yeah. uh, what uh, watching the series so many people like, have uh, filthy senses of humor on there and also mm-hmm. um like even the hunters they've got the filthiest mouse uh, oh, wow. Coming out of it, so Didn't like, yeah, no. As as they're in the office, it's like, I want to get these fuckers. Yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's just like, yeah, that fits in with us. That's yeah. fine. So no, I I think we'd fit in quite well. So yeah, no. Well, it from from what she said, it sounds like positive. It sounds like she liked us. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, that's how she expressed it to me. Yeah, so if, it was a strong audition and stuff.
1: Yeah, so it, well, if combined between us, she spent like near like an hour and fifteen minutes or yeah. twenty minutes, whatever it was, like talking to both of us. You wouldn't do that on people that you're not interested in, would you?
0: No, I don't think so. I think we've got a good chance of getting through to the next bit, and we'll see how it goes. And keep keep people informed as as much as we're allowed to before we start signing stuff. I think
1: when you are on the run, uh, I don't there isn't any um, thing about you having to hide that you're on the run because it's very Mm. open and they're public about it. It's just you have to not tell anybody what happened, like uh, whether you got knocked out or whether you won or where you come. I think that's where the I think that's where the non-disclosure comes in in the sense of uh, you are able to tell, because uh, as there's going to be in-person interviews where me and Jude will have to go to one and like meet people and see if they're, try and sell ourselves to go Mm -hmm. on to the show. And then after that, I would be asking listeners that if they're willing to help put us up, like overnight, or whether they're like willing to just give us a lift if we're in their area, like to like let uh, like get in contact and give us their details so that we can keep a note of it. So if we're in their area, yeah. I think that would be a solid move. But you've just to do told them well. now.
0: We could well, go back and listen to this stuff they, and be like, "Oh yeah, it's this guy called Darren always writes in. Yeah, where's he live? Yeah, he lives here." Who's this Chris Drinkwater? Yeah, we'll go there.
1: Yeah, but how are we meant to tell the listeners we need their help? I know, with? I know.
0: It's, you're damned if you do, and damned if you don't, sort of thing with this sort of stuff.
1: Yeah. So, but no, we. I I think if we do get on, I think I will be just asking listeners. We'll what we'll do is we'll tell them to not do it in any public domain. We'll set up a like KG email address that then we can take everyone's details on and then delete it entirely we'll work from we we're,
0: we're going to get around it if they accept us on that show we're winning it we
1: mm-hmm. we're, we're yes. not
0: going on to just play we're going on to win
1: yeah absolutely and i, I know that we can do it and uh, to be honest i ha- i've i've been thinking nothing more than just about uh, that lately and i'm currently doing a rewatch of hunted and i've in probably Instead of watching Picard, uh, I, in the last like five days I've uh, watched the, the first two seasons and I'm halfway through season three. I've, I've
0: not watched it at all apart from season one, which you say doesn't mm-hmm. represent it very well. But uh, mm-hmm. the moment we get that call to, to, to go to that audition, then I will be watching all of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe more than just once, but at this time like it got yeah. me stressed out a couple of days ago like thinking about it to be honest after that call mm-hmm. i was all excited and then
1: got all wound up and stressed out and yeah i you, don't think yeah i do know. understand the concerns that you had uh, but at the same time i think you, you you don't really need to worry about it too much because when no i'm you... not now i'm okay now yeah yeah no and i it, it will be amazing fun to do and also that amount of money is a big amount of money God, as well yeah.
0: even if, if it... everyone on the program won at once is that yeah. still 10 grand which you yeah. say has never
1: happened and i, I can see the, that it wouldn't that well if if they did have an instance where every single contestant won that would make the hunters look like fucking idiots yeah so that that's never going to happen uh, the, the most amount of people that have won it in one go is four So that's oh, 25 okay. grand each Wow And the least amount is two And that's 50 grand each So when you so, say least amount, you mean uh, uh, Least amount series? of winners uh, Like in, in, in season two, there was two winners So they won Has 50 there have been grand zero each. winners there?
0: Yes Okay
1: Yes, there has been zero winners in season four when the location... Oh, of that, the was that, point, that was that one. That was that
0: one, what we were discussing.
1: Yeah, the extraction location was revealed, uh, was uh, written down in a notebook by a contestant that got caught. So then the hunters knew where it was roughly. Mm-hmm. And it was in smack bang in the middle of Birmingham. So it's fucking hard situation. You, you you was gonna struggle to win that. And so he he really did fuck every single contestant by screwing that up. Yeah. Funnily, funnily enough, as I'm rewatching it, I'm I've now got a notebook that I'm just writing down uh the fuck ups that each contestant makes that either I'll causes same. if causes I, I think the phone thing I will I'll be doing the same uh I just, feel, I just, I just, I, even though I'm at a point where I'm feeling hopeful that we could get closer, mm. I'm trying not to get optimistic about it because I don't want to feel let down. Oh, that's the way but, I am with everything
0: in life. Yeah, I think yeah. it's best to be that way.
1: But at the same time, I'm thinking, well, I'm. I'm going to do this. I'm uh, I'm going to write, uh, just start making these notes. And then if it does happen, it happens. And but I, I also do
0: think the fact that we've got this far together this time, like y- you might do next time if, you know, if you choose to uh, mm-hmm. do it with both of us again, we'll mm-hmm. just do a better video next time. And you never know.
1: Well, the video was enough to get them to call. I mean, it was. Hell... Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was Getting good. a call from them is half of the uh, uh, is I, like as far as I'm concerned. If you've got a call, then you've done something right, definitely. definitely. And uh, as as bad as this might sound, because one of my favourite things I don't go on Facebook that much, um, but one of my favourite things to do is I whenever I do go on Facebook is I always check on the Hunted page and the hunted right. group page and is to then like go through the comments and all of the latest posts and just read, uh, people saying, uh, oh, I applied ages ago, but not heard anything. And I go, Oh yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I
1: <have. laughs> I know that's sadistic of me, but I, I, uh, I do look at that. and I'm like, okay. Okay. that That's a good sign. That's a good yeah. sign. Yeah, it is. So, fingers crossed, we're gonna get to that live audition, and I think we will. I I think we've got a good chance to at least go to that audition. It's when we get past that stage, we've just got to be the most interesting middle aged white blokes that they've got of uh, turning up. Yeah, my tactic for me,
0: well, well for me, and as it's is just honesty. Like I, I don't want to pretend to be
1: anything I'm not or anything. Just so. be who we are. Yeah, yeah. Just be who we are, and that's it. And also, I just, I, I don't give two shits about uh, wearing my thoughts on my sleeve. So that I'm happy for him to take us, yeah, take us as we are, yeah, and see what happens, and. It, 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 People over the years would have heard me mention this fucking show too many times, on track, mate. So I, 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 I need we'll to get, this get it out, out of system. our system.
0: Yeah, and we'd be a lot richer as well
1: at the end of it. Yeah. Oh, it, it's that's the thing. Just the, the stability that it would be able to afford. Yeah. Us and our families would be incredible. And yeah, uh, for sure. And also. It, I would also be tempted to do a pod or two whilst we're on the run and just put it out. Like, Just to...
0: why not? It'd be pretty funny. Yeah. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it would be. And uh, th- th- there's so many other things I'd uh, love to uh, uh, reveal to people, but it would be interesting. I tell you what I'd be tempted to do mm. is if we do get on and if we do win, or, is, uh, uh, or even if we don't, maybe, uh, but is um, to then coincide with like a couple of weeks after or maybe a week or two after the um, final episode of Hunted airing is then to have our next convention a couple of weeks after.
0: Yeah, why the hell not? Yeah, that would work. We could be our own
1: guests. (laughs) That's the thing. We can't afford any other fucking guests. Meet those (laughs) two
0: guys who lost after (laughs) X amount of days.
1: No, it'll be winners of Hunted 2023. Well, the thing is, if we're
0: winners, we can at least get a Danny John jules or Robert Llewellyn or someone like that, like...
1: We could, yeah. Well, we could put our money together, or our good friend and,
0: Max, one more time, just for the sake of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. If we did have that sort of money, we 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 could cater, like, especially if no other fucker wins except us. Oh yeah, yeah. Then we could Th- definitely get one. Then it's Marina Sirtis, person. maybe.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, not even that much of thing. she's
1: only down the road. So, like, she, she, well, Mark always said it, it's only a packet of Harry but. Turns out it's a lot more than a packet of Haribo
0: Oh it is, yeah For sure, it is for Marina
1: But yeah No, no, I'd love to get
0: one of the Dwarf Boys Like at least, you know Just
1: for fun Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be fun That would be fun to do Especially
0: if somehow We made the money back for it
1: Mm. Yeah, that would be crazy if we actually manage to like pull it up, it would. But down. then
0: you'd need like proper security and stuff on the
1: door for that, you know. Like, well, if it's only one, just, Danny like, John just Gilles. ten
0: people at a time, please.
1: Yeah, no, it, but I would be happy just with doing a convention on the same level as our last ones.
0: Oh yeah, no, I'm, the, happy, I, I,
1: I'm happy to keep it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just, just meant
0: with that size room, like you know mm-hmm. if you did have a uh, a more popular person there like you mm-hmm. would have to say like you know hang on it's the in out system you've got to wait for you know just like all the supermarkets through covid mhm pandemic era you know you just say you've got to let 10 people out and we'll let 10 people in
1: yeah but no fuckers going to want to leave so <laughs> <laughs> yeah no well that's it i suppose thinking about how much they charge, they, they would normally charge, what, 15 quid for autographs, the Dwarf boys?
0: Not anymore, I don't think. Like, everyone and everything goes up. I would say 20, 25 for the four 20. main boys, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, the thing is, if you're paying them their outright fee, which last time I checked, I think, like, uh,
0: for... It's kind of the order you would Robert think it is. is. A,
1: it's it's about four grand. Also, mm. it's about four grand. So if if you was charging twenty quid per person, how many autographs would you want to be doing? Uh, but they're taking their autograph that. money as well, aren't they? Mm, no, I think if you're paying that upfront fee, then that is. No, that's not just a holder. It's not the same deal that, say, I had with Hattie Hayridge, where okay. we paid her... She was in we, that case. Yeah, it, with Hattie Hayridge, I paid her fee, and then she kept whatever she made on top. Yeah. But, but, but with I think them, with that money's is, going
0: to you. They're just being it, paid yeah, for it the would, time.
1: It would cover... Yeah, they would be getting that four grand for the day. If
0: that's the case, I mean, that could make a big difference. If it's that way around.
1: Yeah, because I'm pretty sure that's what it was when I last inquired. It would be 200, 200 autographs. You could do that with those guys. I'm sure you could. Well, on on our best day, like at the last con, we had over 100 people turn up. Yes, we did. Yeah. So, and with someone like that, you'd probably get a few more people through. The I door. think
0: you would get more. Definitely, you because you might get more specific fans of that thing, you know, Red Dwarf in mm-hmm. this case, what we're talking about. And also just casual fans, you know, casual fans of Red Dwarf. Um mm-hmm. or, or just seeing that there's a sci-fi convention in their local town, but it's got a Red Dwarf actor they recognize. And they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, it's not much, I'll go in there.
1: I'll do that. No, and Exactly. And also, Red Dwarf is one of them franchises, not like Star Trek, where you could whack up as many fucking Red Dwarf pictures on that banner and, and honestly, not get a cease and desist. The thing is, when we say the Dwarf Boys, every one of those four guys is very
0: well known for other stuff, mm-hmm. as well as Red Dwarf. They're not just Red Dwarf Boys. They all, you know, like... Obviously, you probably wouldn't get Craig Charles, because he, he's probably... Charging a lot more than the others. Yeah,
1: he's going to be the highest. I mean, he's bringing in that coronation street money. Exactly. Yeah,
0: he's done all these game shows, robot wars. All I know that was a while ago, but he's done he's other still, ones.
1: He still does that uh, gadget program on yeah Channel Five or whatever. Yeah, it is. I just saw that the other day actually. Yeah, for for a minute. Um, all of them,
0: all of them have had success in other places where uh, they're not just going to be
1: known for that. The the prices have probably gone up to like six grand since I last checked. Yeah, yeah, it probably it, has. But saying at that point, if that does include, if if I'm right, and that is like their base amount not including autographs, so you could make that uh, make back the extra on top, and then they just keep whatever afterwards. I. Uh, Literally, just get them to sit there signing a hundred autographs for the ones that weren't done in the day and then sell them on eBay.
0: Yeah, they do that. Some conventions do do that. I've seen it. Well, the biggest one in this country does it. We, we know yeah. they do.
1: Yeah, because then at so least how they made their can... money
0: during uh, the pandemic era, you
1: know. At least then you can slowly trickle back yeah. some of that money that you've invested. Yeah. But. And, uh, yeah, and as you said, I think we, it, well, it, at that venue, I think we could, because people do come and go through the day, I think we easily could fit in, like, 200-odd people like also, throughout the could, day. Uh
0: we didn't have it at the Sci-Fi Paloozas, only at Trecon, but we could uh, reindu-
1: reintroduce photos, professional mm-hmm. photo ops, you know. And then that. Then means that you've only got to sell a hundred of each exactly yeah, so no no so watch this space if yeah if, if come March uh, 2023 suddenly we announce a convention with uh, <laughs> daddy John Jules <Jewels>. yeah. <laughs> you know we've won <laughs> yeah that's it
0: <laughs> is that how long it takes them to bring it to TV?
1: Yeah, no, it it normally doesn't air until January, February time. Wow. So, yeah, they've, it, they'll time. be filming it. Yeah, they'll be filming it in June and then it will be going out early 2023. Yeah. So even wow. though we would have filmed it in 22, we would have been the 2023 winners. So fingers crossed.
0: We've probably ruined it for ourselves right now in this podcast. Where like just by talking about it. it, we are, they're just like they're gonna just... spoil it. They're gonna tell everyone. Can't get no. these guys on. <laughs> no,
1: we, it, uh, honestly, we would. It, I would fucking suck as many dicks as it took to get on this <laughs> show. So it, I would not spout anything whatsoever. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> If that means that we've got to reveal Danny John Jules one week before the convention, <laughs> then we'll reveal Danny John Jules one week before the convention. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I think that would be amazing. Obviously, we still have... It. Okay, I'm not going to say anything else. I'm not no. going to say anything else. But, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, we're going to hopefully do okay. Yeah. Yeah, we've. See, we've we go. If if this is as far as it goes, and we've done well, just to get a phone call. Because yeah, and there's always next don't. year. There's
0: always next year.
1: But I just have this feeling she wouldn't have invested that much time into talking to both of us if she didn't like us. If she didn't like us, it would have been a shorter phone call and just like, oh, okay, thanks for your time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So fingers crossed fingers crossed because that uh, that uh, those interviews aren't going to be happening for another few weeks yet so mm-hmm. we hopefully will hear something Well, she said we'd hear within a few weeks didn't she if if we get well further. they would
0: have been uh, asking us to attend uh interviews in London if it wasn't for the fact that I'm uh, I'm on holiday mm mm-hmm. mhm as long as everything goes to plan, I'm going on holiday
1: in literally a week from now as we speak. So are you just trying to steer clear of people and be like, don't give me none of your fucking germs. Don't give me I'm your trying. COVID. Yeah, yeah, we are trying. Yeah. It's
0: not easy, but
1: we're trying. Because that's one of them things. That would be fucking sod's law. You've gone two years without getting COVID. And oh, like, I'm
0: gonna be so mad if I, I don't mean at us just in general you know like if that happens I'm gonna be crying shouting everything
1: yeah well fingers yeah'm I'm, I'm sure you'll be fine I'm sure you'll be I fine. bloody hope so that's all I can say I if, wish I could if say not I was sure but if not Cisco not going to school for the next week you're not going out, just fucking have your food ordered through the door, no one's allowed to leave the house. I think
0: we've already agreed, we're not ordering any food, we're not going to any fast food restaurants, any sit-in restaurants, we're just going to buy from the supermarket and yeah. uh, that school thing might come true next week. <laughs> that's all just I'll say. Like... I, I heard yeah, that there's a he's tummy bug going week. around that's going to hit on around Sunday night, so yeah, we'll see.
1: I wouldn't blame you. I wouldn't blame you in the slightest. You, yeah. you just don't want to. You don't want to leave it to chance.
0: Honestly, like I'm worried sending them in this week. That's exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I think I said it on this pod. I did that exact
0: thing at Christmas, when I knew mm-hmm. I wanted to. We wanted to see Sarah's parents and my parents. Like, I just took Cisco out of school for like a couple of weeks. They kept saying about COVID scares. This kid's bringing it in. That kid's bringing. It. I was just like, he's staying at
1: home. We're all staying I'll, at home as much as we can. I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame you because uh, I wouldn't blame you. Like if you kept him home from tomorrow, just to like. Keep I, I really, I really ribs.
0: want to, but I'm just trying to be a good parent and just say, like, <laughs> trying. I mean, yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> like that temptation is. Oh God, it's there to say like, yeah. But the thing is, we've already gotten permission from the school to take the time off for the holiday itself because it's pre-easter holiday
1: when does your school break up then because your it, it's funny it's like with um our half term previously yours was the week after our, our it, week. And, and it's the same it's probably this or, or maybe i'm before why when's yours our, when our kids our kids break up um next friday you mean this friday we're on uh, wednesday. Not this one coming, not this one coming the friday after.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I think it's the same again then. Yeah, because I'm leaving mm-hmm. next thursday, so it's the next friday for us. Ah,
1: so you've had to like get permission for a whole week off.
0: Yes, and they've granted that. So ah. I think if we took time off now, they'd be oh, that's a bit fishy, but from
1: monday to wednesday. Yeah, but mate, like... you could just the 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 easy blag at this point is just say that he's got covid. I don't know fate. I know, it's tempting, they... fate. Yeah, I know but... it's tempting fate,
0: but But what if they somehow pass that on to someone? And uh... then like we're at the airport and they are like,
1: oh, you're school. You'd oh, be like, you're fucking test him. <laughs> yeah. Stick as many swabs up our noses as you like.
0: <laughs> and we've got to do that. You've got to test uh negative the day before mm. on a on yeah. a video call. Uh, oh god. I just don't stop thinking about it at the moment,
1: but, like, don't catch it, don't catch it. Because that's the thing. It's, uh, it's such a fucking risky thing. I mean, and you, you it, it, schools, at the best of times, can be breeding grounds for illnesses. Oh, God, they are. Illnesses. Like,
0: and, and Cisco, like, he's coming home with stories, you know, like, of kids, like, saying, like, I'm scared of my daddy catching it because he never blows his nose he never washes his hands he doesn't use anti-back and cisco's saying like these kids are sneezing and he's scared of getting like, oh no <laughs> it's amazing well, but, like how informed he is as a six-year-old you know for, it's how it works he, he's even saying to me like don't make me go into school tomorrow because i'm gonna catch covid i'm like "Ah, don't say that don't say that
1: yeah oh no because it's like... just bizarre well, it's like today, um, the uh, uh, when the kids were getting picked up, me was picking them up, and um, the, uh, this one other parent she's got two daughters in mm. the same year as Logan and Freya, and she is far away from her because like on the playground when you're waiting for him like there's benches all around the playgrounds half the yeah. time leanne will just sit down and just wait and um she heard another parent go well what's she doing in then oh and leanne's no. like i hate hearing stuff like that and she's like what what, what is this and then she uh, the other mum gone off and talk uh, talks to the head teacher who's always on the gate and uh the head teacher's gone You shouldn't have sent her in. You should be at home. Fucking this parent had sent her one of her kids in, uh, testing positive, but because she had no symptoms, she's like, "Yeah, but she's not ill with it." She's like, "I don't." Because she's a kid. Because
0: the kids don't get it as bad as we do.
1: It's like, yeah, you, you. no, it's, it whether the kids get ill or not, that kid can then give it to another kid, who then goes home, gives it to their vulnerable parent or grandparent or something else, and makes them ill. It's like, so, yeah, so it's like, fuck's sake, just the stupidity of
0: people. There is a lot of stupid adults out there. Like, uh, I don't think I told you this story. Uh, this could be like an off-air story, but it doesn't matter. Like, just to, you know, mm-hmm. further explain the stupidity of adults. With COVID and stuff over Christmas, when we'd spoke over Christmas, uh, we'd podded a bit, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, we, we did, did over Christmas. I, I yeah. didn't get COVID until I think I got it on like New Year's Eve, basically, when I went on a little uh, trip away to Wales. Um, But I was taking Cisco out of school, like I'd said. So mm-hmm. he's not... um. You know, he's not at risk of getting it from all these kids that are coming in and the school's telling us on and off, on and off, like another COVID scare in this class, in this class. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I decided to take time off from work for about two weeks because I'm just like, I'm not giving it to my parents. I'm not catching it off someone at work and giving it to my parents or to my wife's parents. Um, So when I went back to work in January, eventually after I'd actually had COVID, like I heard that basically in December about seven people in my little team at work had to take time off for COVID all because mm-hmm. of one stupid woman that had come in with COVID and was coughing, oh, no. spluttering, sneezing, all that stuff uh, in a bakery. In, a, in, a in your sausage bakery. rolls. Yeah. Making sausage rolls. Yeah. So, you know, if you had a wall sausage roll or a pucker pie out there in December. And then got COVID. <laughs> yeah, it was because I wasn't there. But um like one of our supervisors, which is, you know, j- j- just like a guy in his 20s, you know, not like someone mm-hmm. in a proper position of power. It's just like, oh have you taken a test? Have you taken a test today? Because you're doing a lot of sneezing and coughing and, Mm -hmm. and and the woman said in front of everyone, yeah, I've taken a test. Don't worry. It's got two lines on it. I'm fine.
1: It's like, no, that's positive. (laughs) Yeah. Literally
0: everyone just looked. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Thank God. You know, so I didn't catch it until a couple of weeks later from someone else, but, like everyone in that, you know, that in that room, in that part of the factory was like, two lines. You're fucking kidding. But like literally within days, seven people on that line went home with COVID fucking... because of this one silly woman who was like, who has got two lines, I'm it's fine. fine. It's like fucking,
1: how do these people like, Seriously, how do like, they function? Yeah, day to day. So
0: no, I was so, you know, I felt sorry for the people telling me that story. What the, but I yeah, was like, because... thank God I took the time off. Or so I wouldn't have seen for like a second year in a row. I wouldn't have seen my family.
1: Fucking hell. And that's the thing. That reaffirms the reason why you did take that time off. Yep. Because of silly fucking people doing shit. I mean, it, it, in this instance, though, coming closer to you, a holiday, at least, like because you've had COVID, the likelihood is you All won't catch it. Death, Yeah, yeah, because like it, like they do say you have a level of protection for about like five months or so. So you would be pretty fucking unlucky to catch Fingers it. crossed. Yeah, at but this point. But yeah, we are we are
0: yeah. You know, I don't mind saying like. My son's school's not listening to this podcast. I highly doubt it. Like, I'm going to take it uh, off from uh, Monday onwards.
1: Until Mr. Bishop comes out in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, Mr. Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> Never wanted to say this to cause uh, like any embarrassment, <laughs> but I listen to Trekmate.
0: mate. <laughs> oh, I'll just be Shit. like, that, that was a different Jude. It's a different Cisco. It's not me.
1: Well, no, you'd just be like, in that case, you're one of the cool guys, yeah, <laughs> and you will understand. Yeah. Oh dear, no, and uh, yeah, well, I'm, I, I, I won't blame you for taking him out early because, like, just in case. But oh,
0: this is making me second thing. guess myself definitely. This, uh, this conversation whether I should be doing it even earlier than Monday, but I've just no idea what that excuse would be. Would be.
1: Yeah, but also the thing is, because you have had COVID, the likelihood of you getting it again so soon is it is drastically reduced. I'd like to think so. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you can count yourself safe mm. in that situation.
0: I hope so. so. Obviously, it is possible people do catch it more than once, but.
1: Uh yeah not normally that close together because it's mm. only been it was beginning of January wasn't it yeah very beginning yeah yeah, yeah. so it's it's been on it's been like under three months mm-hmm. so you so you should definitely have that level of protection but yeah no and uh we uh, I think if you're up for it we'll try and fit in another episode before you uh, go away?
0: Yeah, yeah. It'd be nice to get the, the last of the Enterprise uh, episodes out, for sure.
1: I've mm-hmm. already
0: done all my notes, so
1: I'm ready to go whenever you are. Not tonight, but... Excellent. No, no, we won't go I'll now. Go. Uh, but it, and, uh, and then uh, there'll just be a couple of weeks hiatus whilst uh, Jude's on holiday?
0: Yeah, I'm only mm-hmm. away for one week, but I'll be uh, happy to do it while I'm back. Mm-hmm. When I'm back... Uh, It'd be quite funny the idea of doing uh, one f- from over there, but I'm I'm going to be exhausted. Like we've got so many things jam packed into the one week
1: we're away. You've packed a lot into uh, uh, into one week out there, so there's have, there's going to yeah. be a lot to catch up on when you come back. Yeah, excellent. No, well, uh, in that case, uh, tune in next week, guys. Uh, when Jude and I will be. Con- uh, finishing our uh, Vulcan trilogy uh, from season four of Enterprise. Uh, thank you very much for listening. I've been Wayne Emery.
0: I've been Jude Hawkins. That's nice Trek mate. get a hold of us? Visit TrekMate.org.uk and
1: boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack. All
0: hands battle station. Don't worry, we will get to the bottom. A tall ship, and a
1: star steer by. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, date 3541.9.
0: Program complete, enter when ready.
1: I am Captain Jean-Luc Picard, and I approve this message. Tweet us at TrekMate1701.
0: Make it so.